Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hi, and welcome to Land Grant Holy Land Uncut. My name is Matt Tamanini. On this podcast, we bring you uncut audio from press conferences and interview sessions with Ohio State players, coaches, and sometimes various and sundry other figures from the sporting world. On today's episode, you will hear from three different Buckeyes following Saturday's 54-10 victory over the Iowa Hawkeyes. Up first, you will hear from head coach Ryan Day. He will be followed by quarterback C.J. Stroud. And then finally at the podium will be defensive coordinator Jim Knowles. Now, before we get into that audio, if you are finding this episode on our website, LandGrantHolyLand.com, make sure that you subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so that you can get all of the news, analysis, and conversations that will make you the most informed Buckeye fan possible, as well as all of the different voices, topics, and perspectives that you can only hear from Land Grant Holy Land. We are turning out nearly two different podcast episodes every single day throughout the college football season. You won't get that kind of coverage from anyone else. So, with all of that out of the way, up first will be head coach Ryan Day, then C.J. Stroud, and finally, Jim Knowles. Uh, open up the floor for questions for coach. Uh, right here over to the right, Austin Ward. Rivals, 97.1. Ryan, I know it's a four-quarter game, so you do get credit for figuring out Iowa later on, but what did you think about the offensive execution there for... I don't know, quarter and a half, two quarters, especially in the red zone. Yeah, um, interesting game when you when you start off with so many balls and plus territory there. You know, you look at uh, at the end of the game um, where the score could even been different. You know, um, but you know Iowa does a very very good job up front, and you know they take away so many things in the middle and force you to really you know throw the ball. And um, you know we we didn't do as good of a job uh, executing running the ball early on, but we knew that it was going to take time to crack. It's just the way they are, and um, and so uh, I thought we played really um, you know good football there in the second half. Got a good good bounce going a little bit, but I mean that that kind of goes back to what we're talking about. You know, is when someone's going to stop one thing, you got to be able to do the other. And um, I would have liked to definitely execute better on offense uh, early in the game, but I think the story is about the defense and how well they played. But um, but good to finally pull away there in, in the second half. Over to the left, Stephen Means, Cleveland.com. Right, it looked like. 
Jackson tweaked something there, and then we didn't see him come back in the game. Just any updates you have on his Yeah, he was on a pitch count today, and then once he got uh, to a certain number there, we decided to shut him down. Uh, over over here to the right, Dylan Davis, Delaware D the Gazette. For an offense that's been humming along like it has, is there something to be said for winning a game like this where you just kind of had to grind and keep at it and keep at it, and finally things start opening up? Is there that, that, yeah, that's it. I mean, that, and that's, that's um, I guess, not what we're used to here, but uh, that's the reality of it. And um, – you know, certainly the, the fact that there was 56 points on the board, a big part of that was the defense today. But, um, you know, when you're playing against a really good defense, a top 10 defense, it's not just going to happen all at once. You know, it's not going to be fireworks every series. But, um, you know, I, I give Noah credit. We were able to put points on the board and keep that momentum going. And uh, we felt like our defense was playing well. And, and um, we felt like if we had scored, you know, a few of those touchdowns on there in the red zone, it would have been a different first half. But, um, but, but that's okay. A lot to learn from there and grow. Uh, over to the left, Dan Hope, 11, 11 Warriors. Yeah, Ryan, it seems like Zach Harrison came out with a lot of energy today. Is that something you noticed too? And just yeah. what do you make of the way that he played today? Yeah, I, I think he was one of a, uh, a few guys who played with that type of energy. I thought uh, Zach's playing some of his best football right now. And um, our defensive line, you know, they're playing with an edge. Uh, I think you can feel it out there. You can see how fast they're playing. Uh, but Zach has uh, really come along. He's practiced really well. I thought his leadership's been good, and um, I think you guys would agree he's probably playing his best football right now. Over to the right, Bill Landis, Rivals. Ryan, you guys um, had to burn a couple timeouts down in the short red area on, on offense. Just in those moments, what, what's happening? Like, what are you seeing? And then when you're on the sideline talking it out, what are those conversations like, and what did you think of the execution coming out of those moments? Well, um, you know, I get frustrated with myself uh, first because, um, you know, there's just so many uh, scenarios you try to go through down there. And we had a bunch of at-bats down there, and um, it's hard. They do an excellent job in the red zone. Historically, they've done a great job. And, you know, you try to get exactly the right call uh, based on the hash, based on where it is. And um, certainly in the first half, uh, you know, I think sometimes those those timeouts are a little overrated because, you, you know, typically you don't need them as much as you do in the second half. So uh, when you're down in the red zone, if you have the right play, good. If you don't, uh, I think historically I've, um, you know, we've decided to take timeouts if we didn't feel like we didn't have a really good look there. Uh, one in particular, we had a good play up. It wasn't the look we expected. There was a guy coming off the edge and we knew we had a bad play called, so we got out of it. Um, another time, you know, we just wanted to think about it a little bit more. Another time, uh, Jackson, um, I think the ball was on the ground maybe, and there was a pile up on the ground. And, um, you know, they, they, they rewound the clock at 25, but it went really fast. And so by the time they got it, we looked up, it was like at 12 seconds, and I just didn't feel like at that time we wanted to run a play that wasn't a good play. And, um, you know, my fault, but – I always, you know, in those moments, I know how important those, those moments are. We know how those important those moments are. We always want to get them, you know, on the right call. We work so hard for that, you know, that um, – and so mostly I just get frustrated with myself. Over to the left, Bill Rabinowitz, Columbus Dispatch. Ryan, by his standards, CJ had a so-so first half, and he throws the pick on the first play of the second half. Then he – Got it together. I think it was eight straight completions, four touchdowns. What what clicked for him in the second half? I think we just had to get into a rhythm on offense. And um, when when you game plan, you know, you, you pretty much start your, your mindset on the minus 25, somewhere in there. And then you have plays that you work, and then you kind of get yourself into the red zone. And um, it was weird because we were kind of in plus territory all day early on. It just never got into a rhythm of just kind of throwing things and because the field was getting a little compressed. And I think you saw when we had to move the ball down the field, we were a little bit better, and he got into a rhythm that way. That's probably the only way I could uh, describe why that was. But, um, yeah, I mean, they're very, very good. They get their hands on balls. Um, 
you know, we had the the one sack fumble early on. You know, I mean, it, but we we over, we overcame it and we kept pushing through. And we know that when we're playing against good defenses and let things like that happen. But we can't continue to let those things happen. We got to learn from them and grow. Uh, but I think it was healthy for us to get a good challenge today. Over to the right, Spencer Holbrook, Letterman Row. Ryan, the Iowa offense is what it is, but is there something to be said for your defense to be able to do what good defenses do against an offense like this? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, started right from the get-go, and I thought we were aggressive. Uh, I thought Jim called a great game, but the guys played well. They ran to the ball, created turnovers, played hard, played physical, and, um, and, and you know didn't let up the whole game. And uh, I, I think we had, what, six turnovers and a, at least a couple fourth down stops. So, um, you know, when we can play like that, it's great. So we've got to learn what we did well and figure out what we need to improve on. And uh, we know we got a big challenge next week going to State College. Uh, fourth row uh, middle in the left, Rob Aller, Columbus Dispatch. Ryan, back to uh, Zach for a minute. Here's a kid who's a local kid. He comes in, a lot of pressure, playing in the shadow of the Boses, Chase. Uh, is this just one of these situations you always talk about everyone has their own journey? How proud are you of him to you know, get through that, fight through that? Well, very. Um, it started with, with recruiting. Uh, Zach was one of the, the first recruits, um, you know, for me. And, and Larry, we went into the home, and um, I'll tell a quick funny story about that. Um, wasn't sure how it was going to go in recruiting. I, I just been named the head coach, and, and Larry and I went into the home, and Tracy and the family were there, and went through the home visit, and I, and I gave him a Buckeye at the end, and I said, this is a Buckeye, I want you to have this. And he says, well, looks at me, looks at it, he says, you know, Buckeyes are poisonous, coach. <laughs> I said, I walked out, I said, Larry, we ain't getting Zach. <laughs> and uh, about a week later, Larry comes in, I remember where I was, because it was a very important for us, because Zach was highly recruited, he was a local kid, Olentangy Orange, obviously a tremendous talent, um, and a great culture fit for us. And... Um, and uh, Larry walks in. He says, "Zach's going to be a Buckeye." He got him on the phone, and he committed. And it was that was a big deal for us. And you know, he came in highly recruited. Um, but you know, he, when you look at Zach, he's he's got long levers. You know, he's really tall, and he's had to grow into the position and grow into his body. And that doesn't just happen; it takes time. And I know everybody wants him to come in and and you know be an All-American as a freshman, but everybody, like you said, has their own journey, and he's been on that journey, and I think he's made a lot of sacrifices. He's worked through some tough times, and um, and you're seeing the best version of him right now. We're going to go just a few more because we got players starting to come up over here to the right. Justin Holbrock, WCMH. What did you see from uh, Jordan Hancock, his first game back, especially with Cam Brown out today? Yeah, I saw a good week of practice and then uh, made a few plays, uh, and he does a really good job of playing the ball and uh, excited to get that uh, game under his belt so that uh, we can build on that moving forward. Uh, over to the left, Cameron Teague Robinson, The Athletic. Ryan, you, you mentioned calling some timeouts in the red zone. I mean, you guys have been really in the red zone all year. When you look at this game, do you look at it as like, hey, we still scored even though we kicked those field goals? Or do you look at it like we need to turn those field goals into touchdowns even though we're scoring? Touchdowns, touchdowns. That, that's it. That's all we focus on. Now, when we can get field goals, certainly we need to get points, and, and those are important to get. But, yeah, um, you know, I'm going to wish we had calls back. We're going to wish we had plays back. But the, the number one goal is to score touchdowns in a red zone. That's a huge part of our plan to win. Uh, we've been good in that in the past. Um, not as good today. Uh, over to the right, Clay Hall, WSYX. Multiple choice. Tommy Eichenberg, he's been a great tackler today. He's a pass catcher. Mm -hmm. Do you need more from the running game as you go forward? That was a concern late in the year last year. What, how about the run, the run game? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll have to look and see, see what we did well, but what we, we need to improve on. Um, and, and where we need to, uh, you know, tighten up um, and, you know, kind of evaluate it from there. Certainly the numbers don't look great, 
Um, but there were some good things, and I think there was um, there was a sack, right? So, I mean, that, that may have affected that, you know, on the on the fumble. So, um, again, we'll look at it, assess it, and figure out where it's at. But, um, you know, we want to be balanced. But are you not concerned because it's so much bad? I don't know if concern is the right thing, but, you know, we're going to have to go back and figure out how we run the ball better. That's for sure. Um, and figure out how we're going to do that. But uh, but that's every week. You know, we're going to find out how to throw the ball better. Let's figure out how to... Um, you know, score points in the red zone better. That's that's every week. But uh, to say I'm concerned, I wouldn't say that. But uh, we're going to need better play moving forward. Uh, over to the left, uh, last one on the left, Pat Murphy, 24-7 Sports. Ryan, you touched on some of the turnovers. Early in the year, you guys weren't getting those. You've now gotten them pretty consecutively. And then obviously the big breakout today. How important is to have that start rolling as you get into this late stretch of the season here? Yeah, it's very important. And like you said, the challenges are going to get bigger and bigger. And so um, you know, we need... Um, you know, we, we need balance across the board. We need complimentary football. We need special teams. We, you know, we need, we need everything. We need it all of the above. But, but again, this, this is a very good team coming in here. You know, they, they played, um, a team up north really well. It was 20 to seven in the fourth quarter. Uh, they played Illinois really well. You know, they had the fumble return to go win the game. They called it back and, and Illinois kicks the field goal to win the game. But, you know, Illinois, you know, had a really good year. They played some good teams and, uh, we, we had a lot of respect for this team coming in and, um, and, and they played well, especially on defense. And um, so for us to win like this, it's good, but there's still a lot to, lot to improve on and uh, a lot to grow from, like you said. Last two for Coach, we're going to go Nathan Baird, Cleveland.com, and then Tim May, Letterman Row on three. I just want to clarify, like Jackson came out of the game. It seemed like he was really stretching that leg out. He was talking to medical personnel. So that route was going to be his last route that he ran today. I just want to clarify that. And can you – Talk about, I guess, just were you able to evaluate him enough today as to what you saw from him, how he moved, that sort of thing? I think so. Yeah, I think we'll be able to evaluate it. We'll watch the film and see. But we had about 20 plays. I think he was right in that range. And um, once he got to that number and that drive, that was it. Right. What's it like to have an offense at your disposal that you're trying to crack that safe first half? You know, I know you call plays, you think they're going to work. Right. They don't. But, but you have this passing game that just ripped up the second What is it like calling? Place for an offense like this, because Iowa impressed me as much on defense today as they have all year. That's right. Guess what we'll get for Well, uh, Tommy scored one of those, yeah. so uh, we'll give we'll give Tommy credit for that one. Um, but no, I mean, I think it all went to the defense and the way the defense put the offense in a great position to score. Um, but but it was it was a strange game that way because there were so many turnovers and we were plus territory, just didn't finish the drives. But um, you know, I don't know how many times we punted. Um, Looked like we punted three times. One was at the end. So uh, kind of strange, you know, when you look at it. We didn't have a lot of drives that started, like, on the 20-yard line, and we moved them across the field. But uh, but to answer your question, um, you know, it's we have great weapons. We have to continue to figure out ways to find that balance. Um, we got to continue to practice well so that we can execute well because these plays and, um, you know, these matchup games are going to become more and more important. And so the Marge Ferrer is going to be tiny and tiny. Phil, there's something on that sheet that's going to work eventually. Is that the way you personally go into a game like this? That something on that play sheet's going to work? Well, I, I think, you know, it's like if they're taking this away, then they, they probably are giving up something here. And they certainly were doing a great job stopping the run. So typically, you know, they, they have to give up something on the perimeter. And um, and, and I think we, we found that there in the third, fourth quarter. Great. Coach, thank you very much. Okay, thank you. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. 
This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. We'll open up uh, questions for CJ of front row, Tim May, Letterman Row on three. CJ, it seemed like a rough start for you guys offensively from a continuity standpoint, but once you got it going, you got it going. The seam route to Emeka really kind of turned it on. Just what's your what's your recollection of all that? And when you got hot, what did it feel like out there? Yeah, first and foremost, I just want to give all glory and praise to my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Um, it's amazing just to see our fans uh, coming out in all red and just having fun out there. My brother's playing against a playing, uh in front of 104,000 is a blessing, so I just got to start with that. But, um, yeah, the first half was kind of weird. I mean, it's tough starting with the ball at, like, the 30, 40, you know what I'm saying? And it's hard to build a rhythm right there. Um, so, I mean, first half, we just got to uh, execute better. Um, it's, it's good to get that under our belt, though, man, because, um, you know, the second the ha- second uh, half of the season is very tough. And you can have games like that where you're not really uh, clicking early on and you got to get it going. So, uh, once we got it going, I feel like uh, we became uh, the dynamic offense that we know. I mean, it just felt like we were back. You know what I'm saying? We got a little swagger back and uh, felt like we were just clicking again. So, uh, I mean, you only take three, four bad plays out of the first half and then my interception, which I count as a bad play. Um, and you take those plays away. I mean, at the end of the day, we I think we had a decent day. Iowa's defense is really good, though. Over to the left, Bill Rabinowitz, Columbus Dispatch. Yes, CJ. Uh, how good will it be? down the stretch for you to face the defense like Iowa's? It's good, especially coming off a of bye week. Um, it's hard to come against, go against a veteran defense straight out of a bye, just getting your rust, uh, getting that rust off from from uh, that rest that you get and then uh, not playing in a, in a week and a half is kind of tough. So um, it felt good to be back out there again. And uh, we got a lot of good looks from from them on uh, them playing physical. And I think uh, my, up front they did a really good job. Uh, of course, we got to clean some things up uh, on every single part of, on my part and, their, and my O-line and uh, things like that. So uh, once we do that, man, I feel like we'll be just fine. Uh, over here to the right, Nathan Baird, Cleveland.com. I'd asked you earlier in the week about just kind of what you expected from Iowa's coverages today. What did you end up seeing? Was it different than what you had expected, different than you had seen before, and how difficult were they to read today? No, they were um, running a lot of the things that we thought they were, uh, a little more one high, uh, uh, a little more uh, cover three. Uh, but we kind of watched them against a, a couple other teams that threw the ball a lot, and that's what they were doing. So we, we, we anticipated that. And, uh, I mean, we were just off a little bit. It wasn't like they were – controlling us. I mean, at the end of the day, I think we have a, a, a offense to where we can run the ball dynamically and throw the ball. So um, if we can just get that going better. Uh, but like I said, it's tough starting on, from uh, the plus territory uh, in our in our um, terms. So um, just getting that rhythm, trying to get that, that first completion is, is kind of hard because it's so tight down there, you know what I mean? So And they did a good job. Uh, veteran D-line, veteran linebackers, DBs did a good job uh, about keeping everything in front of them early on. And uh, once we kind of broke uh, their zones and started stretching them out more, we started playing better. Uh, over to the left, Bill Landis, Rivals. CJ, um, 
in, in the course of a game, as you guys are trying to feel out the defense and figure out what's going to work and what's not, how much back and forth is there with players and coaches between drives, during timeouts? Just like what, what's the process like of finding those answers for you guys? Yeah, I mean, we because uh, days uh, ask us what we what we see out there, what kind of leverage the, the uh, receivers are getting with the corners, the safeties, how they're playing. He's asking me what I thought I seen and and things like that. So uh, I mean, it's, it's constant communication just because uh, we can help them and they can help us. So um, we're a team at the end of the day and. Um, I definitely think that, I mean, it's a recipe for success. Uh, over to the right here, Clay Hall, WSYX. Yeah, CJ, the, the ball you threw to Fleming, is that as good as it gets right there in terms of pinpointing the space it had to get into? And is he, I know you don't rate the receivers, but he came here with as much, you know, acclaim as anybody, right? Right, yeah. Um, I mean, his hard work. I mean, I spoke on before, and his hard work that he's put in, man, the sacrifice he's made to cut off distractions in his life and, and things like that, uh, I mean, it just shows you that it pays off in the long run. Uh, and I'm super proud of him, man. Uh, he ran a great ride on that, a, a big boy post, and um, I tried to just give him a chance and let him go get it. So um, I definitely think that was that's high execution right there, and we got to bottle that up and, and do that again. Um, so, um, yeah, I'm super proud of him. Marvin played his ass off. Of course, uh, Mecca did as well. Uh, Cade, our, our tight ends. Mitch had a touchdown. Super happy for him. Running backs did well. Uh, but we and our, my O-line did well ultimately. And uh, we just gotta, we got to just execute better on, on little things. So once we get that done, I think we'll play a lot better. Nah, <laughs> I would never tell y'all the name of our play. That's just not smart. <laughs> uh, uh, final two questions over here for CJ, uh, uh, Dylan Davis, Delaware Gazette. That pick to start the second half, was there a little bit of frustration <laughs> there? Was that something you tried to force, trying to make something happen there? I guess what did you see on that play or what didn't you see on that play? Uh, yeah, I mean uh, – the look that we had, we had the throw. It wasn't supposed to go necessarily go to Julian. Um, I, I got a little pressure and I couldn't step into my, to the throw I wanted to make. So I went to my second read and it just, he came in there. To, um, uh, excuse me. Julian did his job by coming in so far, but I got to remember that it's, it's, it's coverage back there that, that there's nothing holding him. There's no routes over there. You know what I mean? So, um, I got to just, Take an L and take the sack or, or get a couple yards rushing. So, um, I mean, that's me. Uh, I just try to, uh, make a play happen. You know what I'm saying? And cause they, and my, and my brothers, they, they don't ever look at me and second guess me because they know right when we got the ball back again, I mean, we went down there and had about four dynamic plays. So it's all about this next play and not thinking about the pass. And final question, uh, Jeremy Birmingham rivals. CJ, do you think that, You've earned the right to have super weird, unfair expectations. I mean, it seems like most quarterbacks in the country, if they have a, they complete 67% of the passes, 300 yards, three touchdowns, people would be saying, oh, great game. But it seems like for you, the expectations are so high. Is that because do you have that same expectation higher for yourself? I mean, I don't have any expectations. Uh, I, I'm here to win. Uh, and that's for the fans. You know what I'm saying? That's like for the supporters. That's for them to, to marry up and think about all the crazy things that we're supposed to do. This is football, man. Like, Iowa is not coming in here to play, like, to, to give us anything. We, we got to go take it. So, um, and I think I told y'all that earlier in the week is like, they're not just going to back up and, and just give us what we want, uh, up, um, with like short passes. They're going to, they're going to challenge us. And that's what they did. So, um, credit to them, but credit to our defense as well, man. Like, our defense, they, they put their bus off and I'm super happy for uh, every single one of them. And, um, I don't really, like I said, I don't have any expectations though. Uh, I'm here to win games. And, and if that means that I, uh, I don't, Hold up to what everybody else think, then so be it. But I think I play well. Uh, you take away two bad throws and 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 uh, maybe maybe three, and I and everybody's gonna be 
different. You know what I'm saying? So you can't ride the highs, you can't ride the lows. You gotta stay steady head and, and listen to what's in your huddle. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's that's what I'm on. Great. CJ, thank you very much. Thank you, God bless. And we will open up the floor here for Coach Knowles. Griffin, raise your hand if you don't mind. Yep, right there. Griffin Strom, 11 Warriors. Yeah, Coach, the impact of just so many big plays, obviously the, the six turnovers, turning them over on downs as well a few times, uh, I think five or six sacks, something like that. Um, how, how much did the, the defense feed off of those huge plays, especially the first snap of the game for them being that interception by Tanner? You know, you know, we've just uh, tra- been trained. We had a great week of practice. Um, you know, I thought the guys were fresh. They were fast and and opportunistic. And, you know, we've been – We've been training for this, um, and that's what I tell them. You know, it's a one series at a time, and, you know, we, we expect these good things to happen by the way we've trained and we played. And I think uh, – and I know it has a great effect on the whole team, you know, and, and everybody feels confident when the defense is playing well. And the turnovers, you know, they help a lot, you know, in terms of field position and in winning the ball game. Uh, over here to the right, Nathan Baird, Cleveland.com. Zach Harrison's a guy who has, throughout his career, really performed a pretty high baseline of success, if not necessarily that like elite play, however you want to define that. How have you seen him progress over just the time you've been here? Because it seems like he is starting to trend towards something better. Yeah, from the first uh, time I got to be around Zach, I mean, I, I knew that um, in my mind he was an elite player. I mean, he has great speed, you know, tremendous um you know, arm length and the ability to lock out blockers and and his pass rush is really he has some distinct moves that he use he uses. You know, so I did not uh, look much at last year when I got here. Um, really, just tried to get a feel for the guys as they were. And Zach has been performing, you know, every week on tape. You know, so it, it's good to see him. You know, starting to get more play make more plays and get the recognition but i think he's elite over here to the right bill rabinowitz columbus dispatch hi jim obviously iowa's offense has struggled but what did you see today that is most encouraging what did you like the most from what you saw today you know i I liked again it continues to me to be our our run fits right the ability to stop the run comes first um until that last play with the twos i thought all of our fits were strong you know we're in the right place we're able to do some things with multiplicity and guys understand they know where the ball is going to go and they show up. So it starts there with the run fits to me. And then um, I thought some of our disguises were better. You know, some of our reads on routes, you know, as you saw that result in interceptions. Um, so I like the way our back end is getting a feel for the different coverages that we implement. Uh, over to the right, Austin Ward, Rivals 97.1, the fan. Jim, you've been there for all of uh – Tanner's development at what point in his career did you feel like more often than not he would be in the right spot like he seemed to be today for a couple key ones yeah um he's always been a very heads up player always very coachable um in terms of understanding the game plan and the scheme we're going to face but you know I saw him really take off last year in terms of playing with uh, the confidence because it takes a lot of confidence to do some of the things that he does and then, um, you know, the fact that he came here just showed me he wanted to even elevate his game even more. And, um, you know, and it's great to see him making plays. He understands the scheme and he knows he knows what to do and he's talented. 
Uh, second row right, Joey Kaufman, Columbus Dispatch. Jim, what did you make of your, your corners today? You got uh, Jordan Hancock back for the first time. Cam Brown didn't start. J.K. got the start in his – or Cam, Cam was out. J.K. started in his place. But what did you think of, of, of those guys? Yeah, I mean, uh, they looked they looked fine to me. You know, um, I don't think we got tested very often on, you know, on the edges or downfield. But um, – you know they were they were competing the whole game, and I just think it's good to get Jordan back in. You know he was really on a pitch count type of thing. You know where we didn't want to uh, we didn't want to get him too many reps as we bring him back. But I think he he uh, he changes things and just adds to the competition and gives us a lot more depth. And I think the other guys play a lot freer too when he's around. Over here to the right, uh, Spencer Holbrook, Letterman Row. Jimmy, you guys weren't. You guys weren't playing the best offense in the country, but uh, it seems like you guys took care of business, only gave up three points. Is there something to be said for a defense to be able to take care of business when you know the opponent doesn't have the best offense? And, and do you feel like you guys did that today? Yeah, we don't uh, we don't uh, discriminate. You know, it's 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 whoever you're whoever you're going up against. That's who you have to stop. So it is definitely a a mentality that that I've been preaching to the guys, and they're buying in. It doesn't matter what the score is, who we're playing. You know. Are we going to operate with the mentality of going out there and stopping them every time? So, you know, if we're if we're playing with that kind of mentality, and their offense is struggling, you see, you see us rise up. You know, and the, the time's going to come when we're going to need that mentality when the game is close. Over here to the right, um, Cameron Teague Robinson, the Athletic. Jim, I apologize if you've been asked this, but it seemed like you played three linebackers at times, maybe a little more today than you did in the past. Just thoughts on why that was and then how you thought Cody Simon played as, the, as that third linebacker for you guys. Yeah, I thought Cody did did very well. You know, we've been planning for this. Um, you know, we have to morph the defense when it gets into big personnel and multiple tight ends and fullbacks. And, um, you know, Cody is the guy. He, he He's earned that right by how he's practiced. It was good to see him get a significant role because I think he can add a lot to the defense when we face those kind of teams. And final questions for Coach Knowles. Front row right here, Tim May, Letterman Row on three. Uh, uh, hey, uh, Coach Knowles, how good do you feel for, like, Tanner, McC- Tanner McAllister? He follows you from Oklahoma State to here. Obviously, two picks today, huge, et cetera. And just, you know, is there a sense also that you're – this defense has sort of developed that identity you want. I mean, uh, he was talking about that a little bit a while ago, that you come in against a team like you, sh- you got to shut them down because everybody else has, so to speak. But go ahead. Yeah, no, I'm, I mean, you know, Tanner's like a son to me. These guys, you become very close to these guys. So um, to see him, one, take the challenge, right, there's nothing easy about coming to the Ohio State and him, you know, earning and proving himself all over again. And, you know, it, it's always good to see someone succeed who you care about, you know, and you know who's put himself on the line. And is inve- he's invested a lot in me by coming here. Um, yeah, and, and you know, like you said, the identity, the mentality of getting stops, third down, not giving up explosive plays, getting negative yardage plays, being aggressive. I mean, I, th- I think we saw that take a step today. You know, I'm hopeful in terms of, the defense continuing to dictate the terms of the game. That's the mentality that we, we want to have. Great. Coach, thank you very much.